0: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning and Happy New Year. Good morning, Alan. Happy New Year to you, to everybody at South East Radio and indeed to all our listeners out there.
1: Many happy returns. For many people over Christmas, it was far from a happy period, David. What's the position and what's been happening within the county since we last spoke?
0: Yeah, Alan, it's certainly been an eventful Christmas. There's no doubt about that. Um, we saw torrential rain, first of all, on Christmas Eve. And while Christmas Eve rain didn't cause that much flooding and certainly didn't flood properties, what came then on Christmas Day really put the tin hat on, it, um, unprecedented levels of rainfall, no question about that. About 90 mils in some places, 90 mils of rain, that's about three and a half inches, and that's kind of unheard of, to be frank with you. I don't think there's any ground out there that could withstand that type of downpour. And yeah, we saw the results of that across the county earlier on Christmas morning. We started getting calls here to our emergency number from about a quarter to eight on Christmas morning. And between Christmas morning and the next few days, I think we got something like 650 calls Alan, into our emergency line. So that will give you some indication of the level of disruption across the county.
1: So now uh, on this, the 4th of January, what's the position for people who are trying to recover from this? What's the latest update from Wexford County Council on this, David, please?
0: Yeah, well, the situation has dramatically improved. I think that's fair to say. Um, obviously, the, sub, the waters have subsided. Um, Bridgetown area in particular, as you know, was quite badly affected. Ennascorthy was affected for a couple of days as well. Happily, to my knowledge, no properties were badly flooded in and While the river did come up on the quays, It subsided after 24 or 36 hours. The council had been out there since Christmas Day. I think we've had about 100 staff on the ground, Alan, right throughout the Christmas period, doing our best to help people who found themselves in a really difficult and upsetting situation across those days. Um, We have provided, uh, in terms of resources to people, we've accommodated a number of people. We've provided skips and locations where people had to basically get rid of a lot of destroyed material, carpets, timber floors, furniture, you name it, and uh, yeah, there's been a lot of disruption across the county, but as I said, yeah. it has improved and it has improved quite a lot, and now I suppose people are in a, a rebuild and reassess period because they're trying to get their homes back together and drying them out and trying to replace properties that have been damaged.
1: I mean, just to recap, were the two key areas affected by this, uh, Bridgetown and Enniscorthy, and of course the Brie area as well, can, can you just tell us where, what, what parts of County Wexford bore the brunt of this?
0: Well, to be honest, a lot of the county um, was badly flooded. We've been right from Gorey down to Kilmore and further south again. But yeah, the worst of it certainly was experienced experience in Bridgetown, I think that's fair to say but I don't want to be little. other areas that obviously were affected. I know homes were flooded in Enniscorthy and um, I think in Bridge Meadows with a number of homes flooded in the Gory area as well. And I think it's a total of seven bridges, Alan, have been badly damaged, uh, a number of them completely destroyed. And yeah, in my own parish here in Bree, two bridges, one at Wilton, one at Kilcarbury, completely, absolutely damaged, will take, I would have thought, maybe a number of months, Alan, to replace mm. because the civil engineering work alone it's going to take some time to carry out these are significant structures they've standing they've been standing there for perhaps 150 200 years and uh, it's just amazing what the power of water can do in a short space of time
1: and could any of this have been prevented?
0: no no hmm? short answer absolutely not hmm. I don't believe it could at all hmm. um, like I said at the beginning of this interview, three and a half inches of rain in less than 24 hours. There's no ground in the world, perhaps with the exception of Sahara, could absorb that kind of water. Right. So straight into the rivers and the rivers rose. Um, and that's what happened here with the borough. It happened with the slain in Ascorthy. It happened with the canal in Bridgetown, which is, as you know, a tidal area as well. So it was a combination of factors, really. And it is regrettable. And obviously we'd like to see our flood schemes, Alan, um, come to fruition much sooner. And that will help. But right now, right. we have to manage what happened. And we did, I think, with the support of the public, who, Alan, can I say, has been really, really understanding and patient and uh, tolerant. It must have been very, very difficult time for everybody. Okay. But uh, I have to say that everybody put their shoulder to the wheel. And Alan, not a scratch on anybody. And that's a really important point to make. Our fire service guys, our own road crew, everybody was out. The intention was to save lives but to protect people, property second, people first. And that's exactly what happened over those five days.
1: Just an update on the cold weather warning. What's the position with this?
0: Yeah, we certainly are expecting some cold weather. And even now today, you'd notice the bite in the air after the very mild few days that we've had. But the council has a cold weather initiative call us for, for, which is out there to protect housing people and people who may be sleeping rough, than as people would describe it. So there is, uh, there are facilities there to help people and to protect them, to make sure they're safe and to offer them temporary accommodation throughout that period of time. Um, it is regrettable, Alan, that some people don't want to avail of shelter during this time, and that can be difficult. But, uh, and when people perhaps see people out there, they wonder why the local authority hasn't provided accommodation or hasn't offered. The simple fact of the matter is that we have, and in some cases, people are just content to... Uh, to do their own thing. And while that might be difficult to understand, it's something we have to work with also.
1: And I know you want to allude to a water outage as well. Where was this and what's the position with it?
0: Yeah, it, it has resolved itself, Alan. but um, while the days are a bit blurry here at the moment, I believe it was for Friday or Saturday, we had a significant water outage in the uh, the Ballybourne area. There were quite a number of areas affected. That would be about 5,000 customers affected uh it was quite stormy if you recollect on friday night and um, that resulted in loss of power to our treatment plant in Kilmallock and that knocked out the water supply because it just drained away over time and the, the reservoir couldn't refill so Bally moron oilgate currachlow quite a large area there but happily uh that water was restored over probably a 12-hour period and uh again that and my, my my uh Congratulations, if you like, to, to the public who again understood we put out mass- messages to let people know what had happened and people understood and uh, people were tolerant as we worked to get that water restored and it was restored in a relatively short period of
1: time. The County Secretary David Minogue. Southeast Radio's morning mix.
0: Chat, news and your
1: views.